this is what it comes down to, and we are live. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Project Gen X podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And on this episode, we are just kind of talking. Uh, we, we did two big episodes for you guys, you know, with the... Um, 90s you know, alternative playlist as well as the fake bands, fake bands which yeah. thank you to I forget uh, it was um, the Society Owes Me a Gen X podcast responded on our um, on our Instagram oh really that uh, Jordan Catalano's band was called Frozen Embryos Oh. From my so-called life, I was like, okay. "That's right. That's that is what that was." Okay, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, so, guys. We yeah, appreciate and, the, and they gave us the a shout out too on the on the on the, on in their. Um, oh, I'm so literate when it comes to this stuff on their Instagram stories. Like they actually like put a link up for us. On oh, there, nice. so, so yeah, it's okay. It's a, well, since they shouted us out, yeah, let's go check. Tell, let's tell everybody about their podcast. Um, I would have to go and look at it. I've listened to it. Don't get me wrong, I have listened to it. Um, and for whatever reason, there, there are quite a few Gen X podcasts that I have listened to for, you know, one, one way or another. I think theirs, if I'm not mistaken, I can't remember if it's them. Uh, no, this. no, it is them. I, or I, yeah, cause, cause there, there's them, there's the untitled Gen X podcast, which I do listen to, you know, yep. that, that's, uh, they're really cool. Uh, of course we got, we got, um, uh, Gen X grownups that we listen to. Uh, there's also the, and, and we, Annoy them from time to time. Yeah, yeah. Our and then there's the uh, the Gen X What Now podcast yeah. that's out there, and of course, and there's a bunch of other ones as well, you know. But those those four especially are okay. ones that so I have gone and listened to. What was the one? That, what was the name of the one that just shouted us out? Though uh, Society owes me a Gen X podcast. Society owes me a Gen X podcast. podcast. Yes, go check them out. If I, they do, I think they are doing a deep dive into Little House on the Prairie right now. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're kind of cool like that, you know, where it's like, okay. I don't know if I, yes, because they just did the one where the, the blind school burned. You remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I remember that wrecking me as a kid in that. Because you remember, because it was a whole thing that like, you know, yeah. uh, uh, Merlin Olson's character, uh, you know, which he left the show to go do Father Murphy because, you know, after that, because his wife died in that fire along with Mary's baby. Yeah. You know, and it was one of those like, I remember that wrecking me as a kid of like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that, you know. So, um well, you know when it sweeps, somebody's got a. There's got to be yeah. A they got to kill somebody. Or, die, or there's got to be a marriage. <laughs> Something. Yeah, I know. one of those three. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but what's funny is that I can remember all that stuff. It's like <laughs> wow, because I did. I used to watch. I I would sit on Monday nights and watch Little House on the Prairie with my mom. Okay, Where, that was. A, I can barely remember my name. For yeah. So well, hey, you know, so. before we get into that, that reminds me. Uh oh. And I had this put together. I was going to do it on one of our final. You know, we. Obviously, we recorded both those episodes at the same time and put them out. You know, we don't do oh, yeah. week to week if, for those of you listening. Um, because, believe me, we don't always have the time to get together every week to do So sometimes we have to sit down on a Saturday and, and, and pound out, out two three, or three of them. You three, know. four. Yeah, however many we can. Um, but I had this, and I'm going to bear with me because this is going to take a little bit of time, but I'm going somewhere with it, okay? Oh, boy. All right. This is a list that I put together, Okay. Just, you and your list. Hold on. Here we go. Star Wars, Superman the movie, The Bible, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, The Empire Strikes Back, The Secret of Nim, The Last Unicorn, Clash of the Titans, E.T., 
Star Trek The Motion Picture, The Black Hole, The Rescuers, The Black Cauldron, The Great Mouse Detective, Cinderella, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Bambi, Lady and the Tramp, 101 Dalmatians, Sleeping Beauty, Darby O'Gill and the Little People, Swiss Family Robinson, The Jungle Book, The Aristocats, Pete's Dragon, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Return of the Jedi, The Karate Kid, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, Gremlins, The Man from Snowy River, Harry and the Hendersons. What? Hold on. Uh, Space Hunter, Adventures in the Forbidden Zone, Home Alone, Batman, RoboCop, Total Recall, The Private Eyes, Herbie Goes Bananas, The Flight of the Navigator, uh, Fly of the, uh, the Navigator, The Last Flight of Noah's Ark, Six Pack, Superman 2, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, Masters of the Universe, The Wizard, The Fox and the Hound, Song of the South, The Muppet Movie, The Great Muppet Caper, Muppets Take Manhattan, Annie, The Dark Crystal, Mr. Mom, Ernest Goes to Camp, Ernest Saves Christmas, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, Star Trek Five: The Final Frontier, The Never-Ending Story, Back to the Future, Back to the Future 2, Back to the Future 3. I, I feel like you're just naming movies. Hold on. There's that. I'm going somewhere. The Goonies, He-Man and She-Ra, The Secret of the Sword, The Great Outdoors, Young Guns 2, The Karate Kid 2, The Karate Kid 3, Big, An American Tale, Labyrinth, Little Shop of Horrors, Adventures in Babysitting, The Monster Squad, Spaceballs, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Die Hard 2, Beetlejuice, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Throw Mama from the Train, Short Circuit, Short Circuit 2, Willow, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Gremlins 2, The New Batch, Joe vs. the Volcano, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, What About Bob, the Apple Dumpling Gang rides again, Ice Castles, Scrooged, and Titanic. If this is some kind of strange, elaborate way to rickroll me, I'm nope. going to be hacked. Every single one of those movies are movies that I saw in the theater with my mom. Oh, really? She just celebrated her birthday, and I wanted to point out that all of those movies, the reason that I know so much about movies and the reason I love movies so much, and I've talked about this before, my mom being yeah. pretty cool with it. Yeah, yeah. Those are all movies that I went to the theater with my mom to see. Of that's all of those, very the cool. last one was Titanic. It was the last time her and I went to the theater, and that's the only one that I paid for her ticket to go see. Wow. Yeah. That, that's, so a pretty, that's, that's a pretty cool <laughs> list. I know. Yeah. And it's like, I started, I started thinking about that. I started just making a list and like stuff. That I remember, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, this and this and this. And, of course, I had to go in and look at some stuff and be like, no, I didn't see that in the theater. Like Tron was one of them. That I was yeah. like, oh no, I never saw Tron in the theater. I saw it when it hit, hit when it hit home video. Yeah, um, I think a know, lot of us did. Yeah, you know, and and different things like that. You know, there were several. You know, like I said, yeah, it was one of those things. You look and you see like I had like Superman, Superman two and Superman four, but I didn't have three. I never saw. I've never seen Superman three all the way through. Oh really? Yeah, and so it was one of those like, but yeah, all of those movies were movies that my mom were like, hey, let's. You know, you want to go see? Okay, sure, we'll go do this. You know, and yeah, okay. And so, and yeah, like I said, when Titanic came out in '97, like it was later on, you know, because the other movie was in theaters forever. I once she said something I want to go see. I was like, I'll take you to go see it. And so that was the last time my mom and I. I mean, she's still like I said, she has a birthday. She's still around, you know. But it's like I, that's just she hasn't been to the theater probably since then. You know, gotcha. for to to see a movie. My dad never goes to the movies. Like of that list, I think there's four movies on there oh, really? that I saw with him in the theater. <laughs> and it's funny because the last movie that I, I saw uh, in the theater with my dad was Star Trek V: The Final Frontier. <laughs> I have seen 
two Star Trek movies in the theater with my dad. <laughs> six packs. Uh, six pack was Eddie Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. My dad took me to yeah. see that when we were living in. I think it was Michigan. What's funny is to go back and look that like Diane Lane yeah. is in that movie, and so is um, is it Anthony Michael Hall? Yeah, that's the one of the, the, one of the little, little kids. kids yeah. yeah, and it's like, and it's funny that I did not realize that Diane Lane until years ago. I was flipping through the channels one night, and it was on like one of the movie, one of the movie channels or something. Like, oh, I yeah. haven't seen this forever, and I was like, "Wait a second, I recognize her." That's a <laughs> if we like, can wow, find that's a, a really young Diane Lane. If you we can find a copy of that movie, maybe that's one we should go over, do a little bit deeper dive. It's funny because I remember like going back and rewatching it. Yeah. I, I remember it very distinctly, loving it as a kid. Also being very, because it was PG, and like the kids just like, one of the kids especially just like cusses all the time and stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I remember that being, because I was little, I mean, that, I think that movie came out, what, 82, 81, 82, 83, something like that. So like I would have been less yeah. than 10 years old, you know I mean? Like, oh my God, I can't believe they, you know? Yeah. Because I didn't live in a household where you had that kind of stuff, oh, you know? Oh, no, and <laughs> Yeah, and so it was like, but then rewatching it as an adult and being like, all the elements of a good movie are here. Yeah. Kenny Rogers is just not an actor, <laughs> at least not at this point. I know he did other stuff. Yeah, he he got a little. Better yeah, but it was still kind of one. And it's on. funny because like you know with him being the racing team, like you know they're all they're talking about Penske and all this kind of stuff. So they have like actual racers in the movie. Yeah, none of them are actors either. You no, know, not, you know not people like crew chiefs and stuff like that. I was like, oh yeah, no, these are people who obviously are in racing. Yeah, you know, and so yeah, it was just kind of like yeah, that's a, this is a. The, the acting is leaving a little uh, a little more to, to the, be desired, to desired yeah. so yeah so yeah but i just wanted to shout my mom out as uh you know your movie being, influence being, yeah and being really cool like i said and my mom man i'm not joking when i say this my mom like has some of the worst movies on dvd that like like she doesn't just have tremors she has like all five Tremors movies on DVD. Oh no! And loves all of them. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> did I see somewhere they're they're talking about doing another Tremors movie? They were redoing. They were gonna do a. They were gonna do a reboot of it, and I think it was actually gonna be like on Amazon Prime or something. It was gonna be like a movie. It was gonna be like a TV show. Oh, okay. And they talked about trying to get Kevin Bacon to come back. Oh, that would be cool. But they did. But it was one of those things where I think they, I think it went to pilot, but it never made it beyond like they, they, they kind of, you know, because it's one of those things. Kevin Bacon's only in the first one. Yeah. And then after that, but, Michael Gross. But Bert is in all of them. That's Michael Gross. Yeah, yeah. Michael Gross takes over. The rest of those movies, yeah, you know? he does. Even the TV series, you know, there was a television series for a yeah, very short lived, you know. Uh, but yeah, Bert's the one that takes over all that. Of course, you know, Reba doesn't yeah. come back after, which again, she's gotten better, but she's not good in that movie as an actor. No, it's uh... <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. So, anyways, happy birthday, mom, and uh, uh, she uh, <laughs> she's going to enjoy this last year of her 60s before moving on into the next decade. Ooh. Yeah, so dad's already there, so it, it's kind of one of those, uh, all right, you know. Yeah. And, uh, okay, so anyways, uh, we have nothing to talk about. Well, we have, actually, I have a lot to talk about. I don't know if you have a lot to talk about. I'm probably not. just going to sit here and say, yeah, a lot. <laughs> like, yep, yep, I agree with that. Uh, have you? Nope, I don't agree with that. Have you watched the, uh, the new season of Cobra Kai? I have. All right, we can talk about that then. So it's because I, I just I I I watched it over a two night period like this week. So Terry Silver, I know, I know. 
what's even better is the way it ends yeah <laughs> you know where it's like oh oh awesome cool yeah but yeah terry silver and you know the thing is is like i've seen the karate kid three like i said it was on that's on that list yeah. i haven't seen it since then so it was one of those things where i've had to like I, I i've, I've kind of had i need to go back and rewatch ago. it yeah. you know and and kind of see i i still very much remember the first one and the second one like how yeah. The third one, I know. Again, it was a deal wherever you know he was, you know, wanting to train for the all, um, for the all county or whatever is it the all county? It's all city, all city uh, tournament. But he all city under eighteen. I know. Youth cry, yeah. But he, yeah. but Miyagi didn't want to do it because he's like, there's no reason to, you know. And I know that he, yeah, he, he, you got nothing to prove. Yeah, and so and I knew there was something to do with Cobra Kai, him being involved with them for a small amount of time, but I don't remember anything beyond that and it's you been and it's been i probably need it. to because especially considering you know they, they and one of the things i do love about cobra kai is that they do flashbacks yes. to fill you in on what happened now the thing that kills me is that all their flashbacks are in standard definition for some strange reason <laughs> because that's the time period it was shot in. i know but the thing is, is you know all that stuff's available in 4k or, or whatever you know it's not like they couldn't get it you know it, it's <laughs> but it's for the nostalgia feel. i get and, i know and but it actually makes it feel like it's of the period so Come on. I get it. Believe me, there there are certain points in my life that don't, everything that I remember is in standard definition. So I mean it's just and Don't hate on the old fashioned. I know, I'm just saying, three. I just think that's hilarious that they, you know, that that, that they do that for every everything. Because it's one of those things like, no, no, seriously, I have the karate kid in there in ten eighty P. I mean it's not like it's remastered. <laughs> it's not like they couldn't get it. It's just like, oh, Re- they they made they made a choice and, and they remastered and, and digitized for All better right. quality. Let's talk okay. We don't necessarily have to get into the what happens throughout the season so much. But I kind of called what was gonna happen in the All Valley tournament. Oh really? All Valley, not all on all silly, not all city. It's all Valley. You're right. You're right. In the All Valley tournament, like I was like, oh no, 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 this one's going to win the the, yeah. the boys side, and this one's going to win the girls side. Yeah. You know, um, and I was like, okay, I I get it. You know that that's a, you know, for us, it was having Johnny and Daniel and you know. Working together, all them. Well, but I'm talking about in general with Cobra Kai was bringing them up. But you know, then they have all these younger actors, you know, that were supposed to bring in the younger, you know, whatever, being their kids or or whatever. You know, I have found myself really disliking Daniel's kids more and more as they go along. They're spoiled. (laughs) Even uh, what's her name? His his daughter who was supposed to be like one of the protagonists in the show. And I'm like, no, give me Tori because she's got a better story. Yeah. And it's one of those things that is, it's like, I get, I get why she's so angry. I get why she's so, because I mean, she just had, just had a terrible life. Yeah. You know, having to deal with a mom that's disabled, you know, and all this kind of stuff. The the aunt that's just sponging. Exactly. You know, and yeah. like and and you know having someone like and what I can't remember what her character's name is off the top of my head Daniel's daughter you know uh who yeah. comes from everything well, you know and and the I mean it's that whole um 
soft men create hard times, hard mm-hmm. times create mm-hmm. strong men, strong mm-hmm. men create good times, good right, times right. create soft men. Which so, again, so you know, Daniel but, came from nothing and became had a some, hard right. time, had a hard time, became something created a good life for his kids where his kids could have whatever they wanted. Of course, now his kids are soft and spoiled. Right, especially his son. Especially their son. And now, you know, those two kids are causing all kinds of problems. Yes. Um, hold on. I want, I want to, so I get it right. What is her name? Samantha. It's Samantha. That's right. Now, I love his wife, Amanda. Oh, yeah. Of course, you know, she was Sheldon's twin sister in in Big Bang Theory. Um, The, you know, it's funny because, like, you start going through all of it and, you know, especially through the first season where it's the whole, you know, Johnny's trying to figure out what he's going to do with his life because he's such a loser, you know, and stuff. And then you get Miguel, who, again, came from nothing. You know, he's living here with his, his mom and his grandmother and, you know, came from Mexico, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Once they start putting Cobra Kai together, it's all these yeah. outcasts that are like, okay. And it's funny to see, like, how alliances have shifted over time. You know, going from Cobra yeah. Kai to Miyagi-Do to, <laughs> to, to Eagle Fang. Eagle. <laughs> I love Eagle Fang. That is so awesome. <laughs> and... <laughs> Only Johnny. <laughs> I know, I know. It's <laughs> well. There's that line in this season where they're in his apartment. And he's like, you know, it's about Eagle Fang. He's like, you just made it up from these posters on your wall. I know yeah. that's all it is. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's uh, it's it's that kind of stuff where it, it, it shocks me every time we go. They do scenes in his apartment, and there's not like Asia blasting in the back. Uh, yeah, I know. Somewhere. It's <laughs> you know, it, it, it's funny to see like the, the music that they do use. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I know that song. You know. Um, but, but yeah, you seeing like that, those characters and how, you know, you had that pretty spectacular fight scene at the end of the first season. Yeah. At the school. At the school. The, and, the quote, riot. Right. And then, uh, at the end of the third season, you know, you have a very angry Tori going to the the Russo's house yeah. and there's a huge fight that takes place there, you know. Destroy and, the place. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, types of... And I, and I really have liked the way that they have developed the character, like the, the, the dynamic between Tori and Amanda in the fourth season. Yeah. Where she... And, and also us learning that, yeah, you know, Amanda had knows what she's talking about, you know, with, with beating the crap out of the, her math teacher's car yeah. because she had an affair with her dad, you know, and all this stuff. And it's like, wow, that, okay. Didn't see that coming, you know. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, but you also saw, but you've seen, because it's one of those things with Samantha, you've seen her kind of be not really timid, but be like the very, you know, like upstanding person and all that kind of stuff until this season. Yeah. And she really has become a bully. You know, and of course, you have his kid, his son. His son is bullying. a complete bully. Yeah, you know. Who basically created his own enemy. Exactly, you know. And it's just like, uh, you know, so you're kind of getting that, what have I what have I created from Daniel? You yeah. know, where he's like, I, what, what's going on? My kids were so good. What's going on? You know, why? It's like, well, they're soft. They haven't had to do anything. They haven't, yep. you know. So, yeah, I agree with you. I've really enjoyed, I've enjoyed this show. Like, I enjoyed this show. I didn't come to it until after, like, the third season or something was like getting ready to come out or something like that. Oh, once, you're it, once, it, once it switched from YouTube to Netflix. See, we, uh, we have a friend who let us borrow her, uh, YouTube login. So we've watched every episode. From well, 
I'll admit that the Karate Kid was never my favorite of all those movies that you know Aww. the '80s movies. Like, come on, there are other movies that I liked more. You know, like I I liked I, I've always liked the first Karate Kid. Yeah, the second one's okay. The third one, I, I again, I can't even barely remember anything yeah. of it, and I never saw the next Karate Kid. I actually Hillary, watched the Hillary Swank. You yeah, know, I watched the next Karate. I, I kid. never. It's not. Yeah, great. I never even got into that at all. So it was kind of one of those when they when they said that they were bringing back it was going to be Cobra Kai. I was like, okay, yeah. Especially you know, there was in the early two thousands this whole internet thing about how the Karate Kid was. Like that, that Johnny Lawrence was actually the hero yeah. of the story about how Daniel Larusso came in and like you well know, part of that blah, blah, blah. was, it was how I met your mother you know there yeah. was a whole thing and then there was that that sweep the leg Johnny you know that yeah from We the King yeah and, and, you which know, that, actually became came before the, the yeah how I met your yeah I know thing. but there was that episode of how you met your mother where it was Barney's birthday yeah. and they were going to get uh, William Zabka to, to come and he was and they were talking about he was like such a big fan of of Cobra Kai. Yeah. Or of a uh, Karate Kid, and but but when they when he they said something to him, he was like, "No, Johnny was the hero of that." That you know, just, and yeah. all, everybody's like, "What?" You know, just like, <laughs> yeah. And because they were really good about kind of being in touch with a lot of internet culture and stuff, and bringing it into yeah, the show. Exactly. You know? uh, that's probably how I met your mother was the first place I ever heard the term cougar used. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, and that was uh, what's her name, Jane Seymour. <laughs> it was the you know, yeah. which is funny. Have you watched Be Positive? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know the show. I think I tried to watch one episode, and I was just like, nah, I okay. can't do this. Let's put it this way. We're, we're switching. Anyway, it, before before we switch over to that, um, I've really, I, I was not on board with Cobra Kai in the beginning, because I was like, I don't need another update of something from 30 years ago, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I watched, I was like, actually, no, this is really good. It's really good. <laughs> so, yeah. And I like what they're doing here, because they're because it's not hero worship. It's everybody's messed up. Yeah. Everybody's got problems, exactly. and, you know, and it is that whole, especially the first two seasons, was basically Daniel was just being a complete ass to everybody around him. Well, he always and, he always kind of was. Yeah, I know. I mean, so he, he was he, he always, was an entitled little shit when he was when well, he came. You he know, was, I know he, I know when he was upset because of what happened with his dad. Well, he was from Jersey. Over. He right. already had a mouth on him. Right. He was always he was always smart. Right. Wisecracking and all that. I love his his mom. mom was always having to take him down. I know. I know. So. And it's something like now when she has appeared on the on the show. It's like, oh no, I love her. Yeah. I love her so much. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, I, I love Cobra Kai. Dave loves Cobra Kai. Go watch Cobra Kai if you're it's not. A good it's, show. it's all there's four seasons of it. Episodes I, are like half hour, forty five minutes at the most. It, it's worth it. it. And you can sit, like I said, I I You'd sit and binge the thing. And I did day, the first. The fir- I I I I got into the show right before the third last year when the third season. Yeah, you know what came on uh, Netflix, and so I went. I binged through the first two seasons in no time whatsoever, and then when the third one came in, I was like, okay, I got this. And then the fourth one was just released, and was it right at the end of the year? I think it was the thirty first. Yeah, something it dropped. Like it, yeah. And I finally got around to watching it this week, and I did. I watched it over like two nights in just a few hours, so it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. Um, what I was going to get to, you were going to talk about be positive. But yes. Let me tell you about a little show that I have accidentally backed into. That I, that is evidently getting ready to drop more episodes on CBS proper. Okay. But one of the things I got for Christmas um, yeah, is CBS, whatever was it is, CBS, uh, the Par- uh, Paramount Network. Paramount Plus. Yeah. And they were evidently having a package deal, so I got you know Showtime also. Oh so yeah, because they're the same company. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. for Christmas, I got a six month subscription to those two, and I found this little show that's on CBS called Ghost. Hmm. 
And it's yeah, just, it's a half hour it, sitcom with it. Yeah. yeah, I have not watched it yet. It you know is what? Hysterical. That show is actually on HBO Max. Oh, is it? Yeah, uh, because it's a it is a universe. It's a uh, Warner Brothers production. Okay, it's that whole thing with like, like Friends is on HBO Max because it's what Warner Brothers. Yeah, but produce it. But Ghost is on there also. So. It's it's absolutely hysterical. Okay, ba- basically, I know it's, it's got the 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 girl that was in I Zombie. Um, oh, I didn't even realize it yeah, was her. That's her. That yeah. Without the white hair. Yeah, I know. That. Um, basically, this couple that live in downtown New York, mm. um, an aunt dies, and she inherits the aunt's house, and they're going up there to redo the house and turn it into a bed and breakfast, and she ends up having a small accident, hits her head, and now she can see ghosts. And yeah, this place uh, is infested. Yeah, I, I, I've. It was one of those shows that when it premiered. Earlier this actually this is the first season of it, correct? If I'm not two mistaken. Seasons. It's is got it two, two seasons? seasons. Are we sure about that? Because I watched both seasons over uh, No, one season. Is it one season? Yeah. It's just got a lot of episodes. There's only 14 episodes of it right now. I mean, it's still in its first season, but it's yeah. been picked up for a second cuz it's already listed on yeah. I I binge-watched it over Christmas. It nice. is absolutely hysterical. I'm going to have that is one of those shows that it's on my list to watch. Yeah. I started watching Be Positive last year. I tried. I, I just can't do okay, it. Okay, here's the thing. It just it's this year is its second season. Okay. Yeah. The for those of you that don't know the the premise of the show is that um, uh, Drew Dunbar, you know he's he's a uh, he's going through a divorce and he finds out that he's in kidney failure. He's going to have to have a transplant. Yeah. You know? And he runs into uh, this girl, Gina, that he went to high school with that he hasn't seen since, like, they got out of high school, you know. Um, and they, you know, it's kind of, I think they're, at, I believe they're at a wedding, if I'm not mistaken, or something. And, like, they kind of, like, reconnect. and They're talking. They're kind of like, blah, blah, blah. And it's one of those things. They kind of rekindle their friendship. And so she's like, she basically, it's that whole, they're, he's like, he's like, it's, be positive, you know, I'm a be positive. I got to find somebody who's be positive and blah 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 and that kind of stuff. She's like, hey, I'll yeah. be positive, and so she volunteers to give him a kidney, you know, to like for the. So it's one of those things. That the first season deals with all of that, like it's him going through dialysis, and he she winds up coming and living with him, and you know she works at a uh, at a retirement home as a like she's a. She drives her bus and just does this different stuff around, you know, and that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, and you know he's and it's just kind of it, it, it kind of goes through you got these you know with her dealing with that and him dealing with you know the people that are that are you know at the hospital for the dialysis and this anyways so the end of the season of the first season it, it culminates in him getting the transplant and i was kind of like okay i know they can't really draw this out over a long period of time you know like the several seasons i mean they could but especially since it's one of those things that you know, they go through all the of the medical stuff of, you know, is she actually compatible? Is she... And we're back again. Again? Because <laughs> just as we get started again, the batteries died. Uh, we were, we are operating with new uh, new equipment in here, and apparently it does not like me talking about be positive. So, Yeah, quick, let's move along. Quick, hold on, real quick. So <laughs> they refocused. They went from Drew to, to Gina. Okay. In the first episode, one of her... One of the older guys that lived in the, the in the assisted living died, and left her like forty one million dollars or something like that. Wow! So, what she did is she bought the because they were having like all kinds of uh, of budget cuts from the over you know, sure because, yeah. So she bought the home to take care of all these 
these people that you know. Is, let me tell you who who the the inhabitants of this nursing of this uh, assisted living facility are. It's Linda Lavin, okay, from Alice. Yeah, you know? <clears throat> it was a David Anthony Higgins come, came on in the second. He was actually one of the. He's one of the holdovers, so they kind of got rid of like a lot of like the the cast from the first season as okay. far as like yeah. people in the hospital and everything. But they did bring over like one of the nurses, you know, and that kind of stuff. But uh, uh, Jerry was one of the doing um, uh, dialysis with Drew. Oh, okay. But he come to find out he was actually older than he had told everybody, and he was having problems like fainting, like having these like where he would just all of a sudden faint, and so he they he came to live at the place. Okay, yeah. Uh, which you know him, he was in um, Malcolm in the Middle and Mike and Molly, and he was on on a season of American Horror Story. Yeah. You saw, he's one of those like you saw him like oh yeah that guy, uh, <laughs> character actor. Yeah, and and this is this is why I'm sorry to talk about this. Jane Seymour is one of them. Oh really? Uh, <laughs> she plays this woman who like dresses way younger than what she actually is and like has had all kinds of plastic surgery oh, just this complete sex pot you know okay. just you know and for the long and for the first couple of episodes I was sitting there watching like I know her why do I know her and then all of a sudden it's like it's Jane Seymour <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> but Jim Beaver oh there you go Hector Elizondo oh that's a good one Ben Vereen yeah yeah I mean it's it's uh let's see uh Bernie Koppel Okay, that's a, that's interesting. He was the doctor in Love Boat. You yeah. know, it's a uh, DB Sweeney is one of the really yes DB Sweeney DB Sweeney. Yeah, remember he's like in his sixties now. I mean, that's a, is he really? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, uh, but yeah, and some of them that play older. Some right, of them some of them play older than yeah. they actually are. You know that kind of stuff. But it's one of those things where it's like it's such a it, it's one of these days. I want to do an episode about television shows that completely retooled themselves after a season or two into something completely different like you remember did you ever watch charles in charge yeah okay you remember there was a whole different family in the first season than there was in the in the rest of the show yes you know is that kind of stuff where it's like they they cycled people in mama's family is another one yeah you know uh vince kids are all they disappear after the first season and they bring bubba on yeah and they also you know betty white left the show as as did uh rue mcclanahan because they were both going on to do the golden girls you know and so it's one of those things where it's they had this complete retool of these shows that started off as one thing and became something else, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it's a cute show. Uh, the first season's got it's up and down. This this second season is in pretty good, and I'll be honest, I love it more for the the, the old people <laughs> than I do for I, than I care about Drew and Gina and all that stuff. So yeah, <laughs> I get that. Uh, yeah, now that uh, now that we've talked way too much about that show. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've been watching here lately. Have you watched any of 1883 yet? No, I have no desire to watch that. Really? No. Oh, we can always talk about Yellowstone it's, because we just finished that. So 1883 is is not bad. Um, luckily, even Tim and Faith. Actually, Tim is not bad okay. in the show. I don't mind him, and, and he actually doesn't pull me out of the show too much. Okay. I believe him as as that character. Okay. Faith, on the other hand, it's a little different. It, yeah, and yeah. luckily, you don't see a whole lot of her on, you know, in in the scenes. I okay. mean, she's got some scenes, but it's mainly it's either Sam Elliott and that crew, mm-hmm. 
or it's Sam and Tim. Okay. But it's focusing mostly on um, Tim's character's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, she's kind of the narrator voice throughout the show. Okay. And she has the worst Southern accent of anybody <laughs> I have ever seen on uh, any of these shows. Uh, that's always a... But she's not a bad little I actress. Mean, is and, it, and is it I like... Ju- no, it's terrible. Is, is it Vanderbeek bad, or is it like... You, you know what I'm talking about from Varsity yeah. Blues. I mean, come on, that Texas accent is kind of no, the worst is, Southern accent I've ever heard. This is almost like... I don't it, want your life... <laughs> No, this is almost like Cotillion, Georgia oh, Southern okay. accent. Eh, all right. And it's and the family in the show in the narration is from Tennessee. Okay. They're coming over they're going they're to moving, Oregon yeah. from right. or wherever they're going to. They're, they're doing a real life Oregon trail. So Yeah. How <laughs> I many I was gonna die of dysentery, you know? Or, well, <laughs> so far we've had we've had um thieves mm-hmm. uh they've killed a bunch. We've had a river crossing. Okay, so they're going to Oregon. So some, how are they going to wind up in Montana? If, Evidently, they go through there because that is they're, not that is not the most direct route. They started out in Fort Fort Worth. Okay, okay, so they went from Tennessee to Texas, right? And now they're going from Texas the to sto- Oregon. The the story actually picks them up in Fort Worth. Okay, because he took the wagon and the horses and and rode those to Fort Worth and okay. then his family took the train from Tennessee to Fort Worth where they met up and then they're doing the trail from there. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm all right. I really love Yellowstone. Again, a show no. that I came to Yeah. like late the, the first 3 seasons were already in, you know, available for me to, to stream. Yeah. And uh so I had to wa- had to wait for 4 and uh um, yeah, but, welcome to the party, Pat. Yeah, I know. I, I, and I've done that on plenty of things where I've not watched the first couple seasons of something and then caught up on it and then had to wait like everybody else. <laughs> um, but uh, how did you think, what did you, how did you feel about season four of Yellowstone? It it feels like they're kind of, get, they're doing a bit of a reset mm-hmm. so they can get back into, it, it feels like this season kind of spun out of control a little bit. And they took Beth's character and kind of maybe did a little too much with it. Beth is a great supporting character. Yeah. Not a lead. She's not a lead. And it's and not it's nothing against her because she's no. a great actor. She Absolutely. really is. But I that love character's her. character's not exactly a no. lead. And, and, and let's be honest, she's not a likable lead on top of it. Like, I like her on a certain level. Like... I love to see Beth just go completely crazy on somebody, yeah. but that is not somebody I would ever want to well, hang out with. To, I mean, that's <laughs> to quote her own words: yeah. "She's the tornado; everybody else is the trailer park." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels and like that's in everything in her life, yeah. though. That's not just business. That's not just whatever. That's everything. I, I feel like their good thing Rip is the way that he is. You know, yeah, that, he's the only which one I love that, them together. I'm glad they got married. He's the season, only one you know? that can handle her. Yeah, it feels a little bit more like a reset. Right. To kind of put those characters back on the path they're supposed to be on. Right. Um, and getting back to more of the political chess game right. that you've got going on. I'm really interested to see where they take care, uh, Casey's character. With Man, the, you know, that, talk about a character that got put on the back burner this season. Yeah. I mean, just really put on the back burner. And also his little cryptic, you know, I saw the end of us. Is he talking about him and his wife? Is he talking about... I the, think he's talking about the Duttons. The Duttons. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Because something that was said early on about... 
when he's talking to his friend who's going to, mm-hmm. you know, be his guide on right. dream walk. Right. Was, you know, God doesn't give um, people to people that don't deserve them. Right. You know, they're the better. So I don't think they're talking about the end of him right. and um, um, Monica. Yeah. Which I love them. I love yeah. her. I, mean, I, I she, think yeah, they're talking a, about the end of the Duttons. I can see that. And I think, and you know, I John think, has kind of alluded to that some. Because yeah. there, there's been several, like, this season with him getting involved with... Um, the mayor race. No, what's Governor her name? Race. The... Um, the oh, environmentalist. The political, yeah, yeah the it's Piper Parabo plays yeah. it. And it's one of those things, again, where it's... He sees something in her. Yeah. Like, he saw something in her, not, you know, as a... She's on the right path... Or she's she's adjacent to the right path. She just got off of it and needs to get back on, you know, yeah. type thing. He 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 can see why she's doing it, right? But she doesn't understand exactly why because she's because doing she it. doesn't know what yeah. she's fighting for. And that was the whole thing. Like everything that he told her when she came to the ranch, and all the way down, you like when she left, she was like, "You guys, you love this." And he's like, "Yeah, that's yeah." You know, and, you know, and she's going through this whole, you know, bubble. You know, she 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 says something about you know like the the, the general ecological like oh you know you know the earth's gonna blah 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 and he's like no i get that one day the earth's gonna get rid of us he's the, like the, he, the earth's gonna shake us off and, but it's gonna go on it's going you know yeah. it, it's gonna he's like and, you're right yeah and even it's like when he's happen. talking to the judge later he said you know he says something the judge is all like you know we gotta bring things back and like you know for my grandkids he's like they may not be here he's like in a hundred years this place will be overgrown with grass and the humans won't yeah. be here any longer and it's like and that's kind of where i fall with the whole well and global, he's, you know, he's whatever kind of it is. I'm walking, like, no, no, no. Yeah, exactly. He's kind of a walking contradiction with oh, himself because he, not long after or before he had said that, he had done his governor, you know, I'm announcing to right. run for I'm governor. I'm the anti-change. And know, he's like, I, I am the wall. Right. I am right. the wall that change crashes against exactly. and I do not break. Right. I mean, he's, he is. But also being of the land the way that he yeah. is, he understands that. Yeah. Now we're going to be gone one of these days, and Mother Nature's just going to take over, and yeah. that's it, you know. Uh, which, I, again, goes I've into a, that's kind of where I fall when it comes to all that stuff. I've got a feeling Casey um, and the folks over on the reservation are going to be very highly involved in the storyline this semester. Good. I love their tribal chief. I love, like, I didn't like him at first because it was kind of, they were setting him up kind of being yeah. like a corrupt politician. But the more he's been on the show, I'm like, him and his, his, uh, his, I like his right hand, his right hand man. Better. I'm like, dude, I want to see more of them. I want them to have their own show. I, I like, just spin I them like off. him better than I'd like the chief because I think he's, he's definitely walking that line between oh, absolutely. What's reality and the, the spiritual side of right. what it is. And he's also like, He's also very much someone that he he has the reser- you know he has the reservation's best interest in mind. Yeah. But he also knows when it's time to put that aside. Yeah. And say, okay, look, the, what's best for the reservation, or you know, is making sure that all this stuff outside of it is taken care of. Yeah. You know, where it's one of those things where he has no problem again walking that line of yeah. of all of the heritage and everything, but also saying. Sometimes you got to side with the white man in order to get get shit done. You know, it's like you know, kind of you know, and he and he's not like contemptuous about it. He's not, you know, he's like, look, he's very pragmatic, about very it. much, you know. And he also recognizes, especially like with Casey, yeah, and and even with with John Dutton a little bit, where it's like they're not bad people. They're they're just different than us. They have you know, they have different ide- exactly, ideologies. You know? we, we're all working towards the same cause here. Yeah, but you know, whereas you know. The the chief wants to you know thinks that they're that 
that rant, the Yellowstone belongs to them because it was taken from them, you know, a couple yeah. hundred years ago. And, and it's one of those things where, like, you know, we, w- we want to have control of the Yellowstone. And Dutton, again, is that wall where it's like, no, yeah. you don't understand. This is my family's home. This is, you know. I'm wondering you if to, we Basically, don't... you have two families fighting over the same thing. I'm wonder- and then you introduce the outsiders. Well, I'm wondering you know, if a, we're not going to find out in 1883 that maybe there was more of a symbiotic relationship between um, the Duttons and. Well, you know, we got that. That, that preview. That flashback. Yeah. Where they came to bury um, one of their elders. One of their elders. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was Dutton's, which it was one of the Dutton, one of the Dutton's way back, you know. And he was like, "No, go right ahead. No, you go right ahead. If you need anything, you let me know." Yeah, you know, what I mean, it and was. You guys look hungry, you know. Right. I we'll, mean, we'll cut a side of beef out for you. Right. You know, I mean, very much in the. No, we can coexist here. We we both. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you can get into the optics of it all, but looking, you know. I, I tend to fall on the side of, you know, we, we really screwed the Native Americans over, you know, multiple, excuse me, the federal government screwed the, the Native Americans Better over spoken. multiple, 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 multiple times over the course of the founding of this country, uh, which, can we even say the founding of this country considering there was already people here? <laughs> and again, that goes back into the, I, all right, fine, I, I don't mind like jumping on that one a little bit, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to get in the poll. I know, I know. I'll be honest, I kind of found the finale a little... Anticlimactic? Very, especially considering what happened last in I think three. we needed. I think we needed a breath. Right. And I, and think the, I think the ending of this episode with the wedding... Mm-hmm. Um, it kind her of, getting fired and being... Yeah, know. her getting fired, you know, her getting... She basically had the wind completely taken out of her sails. That gave us a breath. I and then for her to turn around and do to Jamie... Yeah, what dude. she did to Jamie. That was, and, you know, and I hate to see Will Patton go because I love Will Patton. Anytime he shows yeah. up, and Will Patton is such a is one of those actors that like he shows up in something, and he can be the most lovable loser that you've ever seen in your life, yep. or he can be the like the embodiment of pure evil. Yeah, and it's like. I'm convinced either way on this. Yeah. You know, that's <laughs> might be a little bit of both. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but I, I think we got, I think we got a little bit of release with the wedding, and then we got the shock right. of what she did to Jamie, right? And the which oh, is something Jamie should have done. She now owns Jamie. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then we get the cryptic, um, the end of us, right? With Casey, right? Monica, and there's your your stress and cliffhanger for right. the next season. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. And I and let's be honest, I don't know how they could have topped the way season three ended. You know, the gunfight and no, that was leaving a, everybody in and wake are they gonna well, make it or not or what? You know, it's a season endings like sweeps, mm-hmm. you you gotta have a wedding, you gotta kill somebody or there's gotta be a fire. Right. Well, we got two of the three. Yeah, we really did. But we did get somebody killed in the first episode of season four, though. (laughs) Actually, we got multiple people killed during that. Uh, Yeah. uh, But yeah, it's uh, Yellowstone, man. I I, I recommend it to anybody. I mean, it's really really good. It's well acted. The scenery is gorgeous. Oh, Oh, I love love all those. Oh, we haven't even talked about Jimmy. We've got a full setup for Man, the four sixes, I know. And, and I was wondering how they were going to do that because you had told me there was going to be a spinoff, you know, the four sixes. Yeah, but they kept 
so I was like, okay, so when he went there, like in the first couple episodes, I was like, okay, well, if there's going to be a spinoff, we're not going to see him. This is going to go into that. But they kept with him yeah, all the way through. And I'm like, oh, they're not planning on spinning this off until after this season. Yeah. You know? Uh, but also seeing that hole from what we saw him originally where he was living in a trailer and he was a meth yep. head, you know, and all this kind of stuff, to, to now having, he's a full-blown cowboy. To having Lloyd yes. look him in the I face know, and, boy, I know. you're already a cowboy. Oh, I know. I mean, I know. you want to talk about Oh, I know. Emotional. Oh, yeah. Dude, when he's sitting, like, after they're at the, when they're at the uh, the rodeo. Yeah. And he's sitting back there. He's like, Jimmy, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they're talking about, and he's like, yeah, the, you know, the best calf I ever worked was you know, on a river, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And Lloyd looked at him. And he's like, I know that calf. I know that river, too. No, no, that, was, that wasn't Lloyd. <laughs> oh. That was the, the Oh, no, no, no. no that was a, a yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Lloyd is the, the yeah, old, old guy. guy yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, the, the horse trade. Yeah. And he looked at him. He's Tyler like, Sheridan. Ty, yeah. And he's like, Oh, I know that. Yeah, I, I know that. I know that river. I know that calf. It's like have have some whiskey. You know, yeah. it was just kind of one of those things. Earn his like, respect. Wow, exactly. He, he went from you know? referring to him as a dumb kid to actually earning his respect. I know. So, but yeah, that was that Lloyd, that old, you know. But when Lloyd looked at him, who had kind of been his mentor, at, right, at right. Yellowstone, looked at him and said, "Boy, you're already a cowboy." Yeah, you know. Or even when he has his interaction with John. Yeah. You know, and he's like, "Why'd you come back?" And he's like, "Because I made a promise and I'm back." You know, he was like. You don't owe me anything. You only owe yourself. That's, you know, and it yeah. was kind of one of those like, oh, okay. Now, the fight. Yeah. <laughs> when he comes in with his fiance. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest with you. The the one that got spurned yeah. that he told her to take a hike. Right. I haven't liked her from the first time I saw her. I was like, she is going to use him up. And I have gone either way on her. Okay. I, like, I cannot stand her. I have gone like one, like I liked her at first. And then I was like, she's going to wind up being a wedge here, you know. And yeah. but and then of course, what's her name? Um, the other one, the blonde, blonde who I love. Um, you would, I know. But she has been a massive wedge. Oh yeah. In in, in the bunkhouse, she you know? basically um, Cheyenne. That's her name. Cheyenne. Yeah. I mean, she was going to get either Lloyd or or what Walker name? Walker killed. I know, and just about got both of them killed. Yeah. You know, um, but that. That that not only just them fighting, you know, like that. Was, and I love the fact that all the other guys are like, "I got twenty on, <laughs> I got twenty on yeah. Texas." <laughs> my, actually, of all the hands, my uh-huh. favorite character, yeah, is Teeter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you realize who she is, right? Uh-uh. That is Michael Landon's daughter. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Wow, I did not. That know is that. Michael Landon's daughter. She's good. You know that and, whole. And she says she gets her scripts, and it's written out phonetically. Mm. To help her get that. I can't understand what the hell she's saying half the time. And and everybody else is kind of the same way, but it's just like, all right. Is it bad that I understand her? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because that's like one of the running jokes. And it's like, what is she saying? Are you getting this? Is this, uh, you know? Because there's a whole thing, too, with with, with the Wrangler, you know, where like when when he first meets her, they're talking about, oh, so you're from Texas. That ain't Texas. That's Arkansas. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel bad now because I've understood every word she's ever Mm. said phonetically. So yeah. I'm like, I might have some. But yeah, I'm more I actually. In me I, that I realized when 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 you told me that they were spinning Jimmy yeah. off, basically, I was like, is that character really? Yeah. But now I'm like, no, dude, I want to see what this guy's got going now on, and I don't think we've seen the end of I, of what's her name because you know she was standing there when they drove off. She wasn't standing there. She was sitting in her truck parked at the property line. Well, that's what I'm talking about. She was. Yeah. That's what I meant. And but you know, she. I was like, I have. I think she's probably going to go to Texas and cause some problems. 
Um, it wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah. So barrel racers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny because I went to a guy that I know from college moved to Montana years ago. Yeah. Okay. And so um, he's got a podcast now. It's called the Entropic Podcast. It, it, the what? Entropic. Entropic yeah. Podcast. If you knew Tommy, you would understand. Okay. Um, and him and one of Wait. his... Tommy Edwards, not Tommy Holt. Okay. Yeah, different, I was, yeah I was not that say. Tommy. Different Tommy. Tom, that Tommy still lives here in Nashville. Fun so. girls from Mount Pilot! Fun <laughs> no. girls from Mount Pilot! No, Tommy still lives here in Nashville, but the Tommy Edwards okay. moved. Yeah. You know. Um, he, uh, and his guy that he that does the podcast with is from Montana. It is a cowboy. I mean, like, yeah. grew up on the rodeo. Legit. Like, circuit, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, he, and it, one in, in an episode... A little while back, something he was talking about that, and he said something about barrel racers. And Tommy was like, "You know, the only thing I know about barrel racers is what is all the stuff they talk about on Yellowstone." <laughs> <laughs> and he, he stops and he goes, "I want to say that some people I know some really great people who are barrel racers." <laughs> and then proceeded to say, "What you've heard is probably true." <laughs> so I, I didn't, I didn't know that was a whatsoever because yeah. obviously i have nothing to do with rodeo but i was just like okay so what? that's a because that was even a joke like when she first yeah. came on was like or before she before you know when jimmy was first getting into you know doing rodeo and yeah and, and lloyd made some joke about buckle bunnies yeah well about barrel racers yeah. and you know living with a barrel racer and their three dogs or whatever it was you know and just yeah so uh yeah that's uh i, I mean the only thing i really know about it you know i worked for a couple of different western outfitters right here around town and when people walk in you can tell whether mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. whether this is a tourist right would, and then you sell them all the really expensive flashy junk absolutely or whether you know you've got someone who actually works on a farm you know a yeah. farmer right you know one of the guys around here and then you're selling them you know the stuff that they need to work on the right. farm it's around last here. forever yeah and occasionally uh like when pbr or something like that right because i worked at the outlet yeah. You know, that's where you would come over, you know, because you needed gear, um, but you didn't have the money to spend on it. A lot of times we'd get the hands and all that. They would come over to the outlet and we, you know, you could tell that they were legit. Right. Um, if they walked in, they had a eagle feather mm -hmm. in your hat. I'm not talking about a turkey feather. No, about yeah. Eagle feather. Mm -hmm. You gave them all the respect in the world and you helped them out mm -hmm. because there's only one way to get an eagle feather and that's to have it given to you. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, and that's you know, and again, that's a whole world. Yeah. That most people don't know anything about. And it was something I had to learn exactly. You know, while I was a, there. So. Yeah. So, but uh, those guys that get on those thousand pound bulls and ride those dudes first. I know. I personally know even, somebody that was a bull a, rider, or okay. even a horse. Man, a horse can stomp you to death. Right. In seconds. It's, right. It was funny because I they're I, insane. Um, a mutual friend of ours had another friend that was a bull rider. Yeah. Okay. That, And I remember meeting him and, you know, this is 20 plus years ago and us all getting together for a birthday deal. First time I'd met him. Yeah. And it was so funny because like, and it's always kind of been this way with me where like I would show up for something and somebody who was a farmer or, or, or very country, like actually yeah. like, and I'm not talking about like urban country. I'm talking about like actual, like from that, like grew up doing something. real country for whatever reason, they've always loved me. I mean, just like, 
I think a lot of it was, let's see what this crazy city boy is going to do, because yeah. I was like that for so long, and that was kind of the whole deal there. Like, we, we hit it off immediately, you know, whereas I remember, like, later in the evening, we were, like, walking across. This is way back whenever, like, 8th Avenue South was still, like, a really rough area. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so it's, like, one one thirty in the morning, and we're walking, like, through a really bad neighborhood to go down and pick up more beer, you know, that kind of stuff. And, like, I'm just, like... I was drunk and, and you know we we were just we were laughing and you know whatever it was me and me and Eric and we were walking through there and, and I made some comment to some people that were sitting over whatever you know and he like grabs me he's like come on let's get out of here I was like I ain't, ain't nothing they're not gonna do anything whatever he's like boy you're crazy I was like this coming from the guy that jumps on a one ton bull like I don't even want to hear about that yeah. That's, <laughs> Yeah, but, I was like, I may be crazy, but I'm not psychotic. Okay, <laughs> so, I'm telling you, though, that is a different breed of human. I know, and he and Eric is Eric is a great guy. You know, he went on like you know uh, the last time I haven't seen him in a long in a while. Yeah. Last time I saw him though, um, he was involved with both uh, or had gotten involved with the Shriner Circus, which is wonderful. Okay, I know, but but no, he's he he became a a, a clown, a rodeo clown. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. like, um, no, that is a different yeah, breed. That's of a human. yeah, exactly. That's because, completely bre- yeah. And I was just like, okay, dude, because those dude. are the guys that keep the cowboys safe, mm-hmm. and they've oh got, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, those are the people that will throw themselves in front of a two ton bull to keep and, it from to, stomping exactly, somebody else to death. Exactly, and that's one of those like whoa. that's a whole yeah. nother level. That's a whole nother level of crazy. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is where you go. That 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 completely obliterates that line between brave and crazy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that is. <laughs> yeah, you don't make fun of rodeo clowns. No, those no. those guys yeah, they, are they, actually yeah, they, those are those, the real heroes yeah, of the rodeo. Exactly. So, but yeah, just to, to know somebody that yeah. would, would put themselves themselves on a, a one ton animal and try to ride it for eight seconds yeah. is I'm like uh, I've done a lot of stupid stuff in my life, a lot of crazy stuff mm-hmm. that tops anything I could ever ever come up with. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Anything else that we? Uh, I know we're missing something. Like this weekend, you know, the new Scream movie. I'm actually going to go see it tonight. Um, I'm look. I'm kind of looking forward to it because I'm interested to see where they're going to go with it. Um, Don't spoil it for me. I won't. I won't. I haven't even had a chance. I haven't got a chance to go to the theater since we went to go see Halloween oh, Kills. Yeah, you, you've missed so much. I know. You haven't seen the new Ghostbusters. You no. haven't seen the new Spider Man. Both of those were well worth seeing. Well, I'm sure, well but worth seeing. I also had to put $1,200 worth of brakes and tires on my car. So. Last night in Soho was really good. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else came out like the last I still, part of the year. I still haven't seen Antlers yet. I haven't seen that one yet either. I wonder if that's out. That might be out on, D, on digital video by now. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's funny because some of these movies, it's funny how fast um, movies make it from the theater to digital, yeah, you know, and even even home, home like you know, Blu-ray or whatever now, yeah, uh, because it's I, I've talked about this on here before. You know, I'm on a, a the new season of Rental Return, um, talking about my time working in a video store, yeah, and of course, some of the other people there. Like, I, 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 the only person I met was the guy that's hosting it. You know, I like right, and I didn't meet him. I like we did a Zoom call, you know, and we yeah. recorded an interview over that, but. All the other people on there, of course, everybody's from different parts of the country and worked at video stores at different times. So it's interesting because there's this one dude that like worked in like a New York, um, I 
think it was a Times Square's video or something like that, you know, back in like the mid eighties. So it's well, one of, talk about a rough neighborhood. Yeah. But it, so it's one of those things of him talking about some of the, the cool, like people that came through, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, he, he worked, he worked from there all the way through like the nineties. And he's talked about like Quentin Tarantino was one of their, was one of their, um, customers and how he would come in and, and they would just talk movies. Like it wasn't anything like ah, it was just like no, yeah. we're just gonna talk movies, you know, and that kind of stuff, and um, and yeah, and it's kind of cool to like this, but it's also one of those things of thinking about like oh yeah, I remember when a videotape used to cost ninety dollars, you know, I mean that was you know, it was one of those things where you couldn't just go to Walmart and buy the the newest a, a six movie. pack, well the, the newest movie, yeah, you know, I mean like I, I'm I'm talking about movies, not like the the video like the the, the blank cassettes, you know, yeah, um, and so it was one of those things that you know you you buy a couple of dozen movies at the videos, you know, at the store and put them out for rental. And you're hoping they don't walk off before you get your money back yeah. because you've got hundreds and hundreds, you know, thousands of dollars invested yeah. in, in this thing. And, uh, yeah, I remember, I remember that there, there were at the video store I worked at, there were, um, certain types of movies that would come in brand new and they might get rented once or twice before they never came back again. And it was kind of one of those, like they would come in and you'd be like, yep, this one's not going to last long. You know, just like <laughs> you knew it, you yeah. knew it. I mean, it was just the, the, um, and, uh, you you're know, talking about movies from that back room. No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking yeah, about okay. like, I'm talking about main floor movies that were like actual, like new releases that were, that came out that were, yeah. you know, made, that was like, oh yeah. And we would get like maybe one or two copies of them at the most. And it was like, yeah, if, if this, if this makes it to off of the, the new release wall on into the catalog, you know, I will be greatly surprised. Yeah. And it almost never, ever uh, was I surprised? <laughs> so it was. That's <laughs> <laughs> eh, never good. No, and uh, so yeah, uh, but yeah, go check out Rental Return Season Two. Um, I've got story. That, there's a whole lot of really great stories on there. Different people. I think. I think there's. Now, about are you a, just on one episode, or you no, spread out? No, over but the basically what they did is that they had a season. I'm spread out over the entire season. I'm on every episode. Uh, but how long just kind of depends. You yeah, because it's one of those things where like they had this questionnaire. Like they basically went down, you know, and asked, like, you know, what was, uh, you know, how did you get the job, or like, what, what, what was your, uh, like, I think the first question was like, you know, what was your experience with video stores before you started working there? Yeah. You know? And so, okay, it's all that kind of, and so it's one of those things you get all these perspectives from different people, different ages, and different, you know, time frames, and you know, one of them was like, you know, I know one of the questions that we haven't gotten to it yet is, you know, um, do you remember DVD? coming in you know which is one of those things i left right before dvd hit like i remember people coming in and asking you know well are you guys gonna carry dvd and of course i was like laser just just bombed heavily you know not that yeah. long ago i doubt they did and within a couple of years dvd had taken over vhs yeah like it never existed you know so it was kind of interesting to see that happen, but the I wasn't only, actually in the store when it happened. The only reason Laserdisc bombed as bad as it, as it did is because it was the same size as an LP. There was that, and it was also so expensive. Well, it was expensive. That had a lot to do with it. And But the video quality on those things were pretty good. Compared, yes. Uh, <laughs> now, you know, it, it's because it was standard definition. I mean, it was it was just yeah. like just like DVDs were standard definition. Yeah, but they were a digital copy, which means that they did not 
degrade over time. Right. So what you saw the first time you watched it is what you were going to see the hundredth time you watched it. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing with DVDs that I remember that, that really sold me on them besides that was the fact that it had all these extras. Yeah. Oh, you mean I get to see ex- I get to see like deleted scenes, the bloopers, and then or whatever you know, um, have you know, you know, commentary like from the director or the actors, yeah. and that kind of stuff. And, and you know, and a lot of that went to the fact of like Quentin Tarantino or Kevin Smith or somebody like that that I was really into. Yeah. I was like, no, I want to hear them talk about the movie. I want to hear them talk about this and that. You know, and that's one of the things I love about Kevin Smith's releases even now is that you know, like when uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot came out, there's like three hours of stuff on there. Yeah, that's behind the well, scenes. You know, I, I mean, I enjoyed just, it until you got to the um, Lord of the Rings trilogy, the super. Yeah, uh, well, extended. I don't care about those movies anyway. So, but yeah, I know the super extended thing that was like each episode, each one of them was like four or five hours long, and then it's and just like, oh my god, it was it was literally four discs. Yeah, I know. In the thing, or for maybe, one movie, or maybe it was for five. one movie, and it was two discs for the movie, right? And then like two or three DVDs just for all the extras. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's I, that's a little I admit, overkill. I I I bought them. I know I you wanted. probably watched them all. Yeah, I know well, yeah, multiple times, and it's not a, multiple okay. times. <laughs> it, it it actually kind of burnt me out on the extra, you know, right? And, and that's one of the that. things now that like there are certain movies that I still own on DVD on Blu-ray. Yeah, because I want to have a good quality, you know, whatever that it, for whatever reason, you know, I, I'm I'm quote unquote stuck having to use the you know a Blu-ray player instead of yeah. you know whatever that I have these movies that I can watch if I ever get rid of all my streaming stuff. It's like no, these are the movies that I feel like I will watch a couple times yeah. a year, at least once a year that that are worth having around. Okay, EMP. Yeah, but the other thing is that I have gone digital on the vast majority of stuff. Yeah. Because I don't care about extras any longer. I used to I used to love all that stuff. Yeah. But as I've gotten older it's like I you know again unless it's Kevin Smith or or Quentin Tarantino I'm probably not going to go and watch all the extra stuff. I, I still really don't care about all the extras and yeah. all that. It just kind of depends. On, on, you know? Yeah, it depends. I'm more about having hard physical copy. Right. You know cuz the, the biggest thing that the was digital space, stuff you know, I mean, that's the biggest thing. It is the biggest thing. And that's why, but, you know, I have a nice terabyte hard drive that's that's full but of that movies can, and but stuff. But that can fail. It can. But it's still one of those things where once I get my media server up and, and running and everything, you know, from my house. Yeah. It's one of those things where I can be like, I want to watch such and such. I haven't yet. And it's just oh, like, okay, me, I go pull it up. There it is. Don't it's, get me wrong. Go, I've know? got my Plex server right, up and exactly. running. And I'm, I'm slowly converting. I'm looking my, into Plex right now. So um, I'm slowly converting my stuff over and putting it on the right, Plex server. Right. That I'm not selling my DVDs. No. Get and like done. I said, I have a bunch of, I still have a bunch of Blu-ray and DVD yeah. of stuff that, a lot of it is stuff that you just can't go out and buy any longer. No. I mean, um, you know, and, and the, we've talked about it here before. The old gen extra in me goes hard copy, hard copy, hard copy. You know, we've talked about this before that I'm actually getting ready to, we're getting ready to have a couple more 
podcasts on this network. And one of them is one that I've been working on for a long time that deals with a lot of like those those teen movies from you know the late nineties and early two thousands. Yeah. I know I'm an almost fifty year old man, but I still love all that shit. Okay. Because you, I mean you're you're actually I'm, like I'm a fourteen year old girl at heart. I know. Okay. So yeah. it's <laughs> I'll admit it. I, I say it. But it's you're, like you're I the do the ugliest looking fourteen yeah, exactly, year old girl you know, I've ever seen. But it's fun it's funny that I, I how many of those movies are not available anywhere. Like, yeah. They're not on Netflix. They're not on any of the streaming services. They're not even on Tubi or any of that kind of because stuff. Because they were throwaway movies. Exactly. And so it's one of those things where I, before, like years ago when I first started, when I made my list of these are the movies, I yeah. actually tracked down all of them on DVD. And like had like physical copies of all of them. Well, as time went on, I'm like, well, some of this stuff, like Clueless, is readily available anywhere, so I don't need yeah. a hard copy of this any longer. But the stuff that's hard to find, like Strange Land, Idle Hands, yeah, you know, different Wait, stuff. Wait, you have a copy of I have Idle a copy Hands? of Idle Hands. I, yeah. I, I need, yeah, you know, different yeah. a few movies. There's this one movie. There's this one movie called Trojan War that that is in this thing. Yeah, that was never available on retail DVD. It was in the. You remember how Warner's used to have like their. Uh, their print-on-demand yeah. service, that's the only way you could get it gotcha. on a, in a physical copy. And I have yet to be able to find it in pub, public domain anywhere. And so it was one of those things that I wound up buying it, not from Warner, because it wasn't available there any longer. Yeah, I wound up buying it from a third party who had purchased it from there. Yeah, And I wound up paying a lot more money than I wanted to for it. Yeah, But that's the only way to get that movie. And that movie is never leaving my collection because... It's impossible yeah. to come so across. I've, so got, it's a, I've <laughs> got a question. Okay, all of these teen movies. That yes. you, do you do you actually store them in a trash can properly? Oh, fuck off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the rest of your trash no, movies. No, no, yeah. I don't. So it's a. You know, I just, I just. All right, here, here we go. Since we've been talking about it, I just finished watch a rewatch of the OC. Like, just finished it. Okay. Um, yes, folks, that was my, I you, what loved, you just heard was my look, eyes rolling. I loved the OC when it was on television, okay? And it's funny because, like, the first season, I had rewatched mm-hmm. two or three times, like, back in the day when, like, when, when television on DVD first became a thing. Yeah. I remember getting that and, and rewatching it, you know, after I'd watched it live. Mm-hmm. But I'd never gone back and rewatched seasons two, three, or four. Uh, and what got me doing it is that... Rachel Bilson and Melinda Clark have a podcast called Welcome to the OC Bitches that they're doing like a, um, they're doing like a, an episode by episode okay. you know, deal, yeah. which is kind of fun because it's on HBO Max. I feel like I should cancel my subscription. Yeah, no, but see, because 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 it was a, it's, it's a Warner <laughs> brother it was a Warner Brothers property, but so that's on there. But yeah. also, this podcast is on HBO Max, and so it's it's one of those things yeah, that going okay. back and like listening to that. And yeah, and all that stuff really kind of got me. So I started watching it. Well, it was one of those things that they're like barely into season two on the podcast, and I was like, I'm not going to like listen. For, I'm like go for years watching an episode a week or whatever with this. So I wound up just plowing through the entire thing, and I forgot just how good <laughs> that show was. <laughs> and I know you're like, ah, whatever. I, I think I'm gonna have. <laughs> I think I might have to find like an enamel pin if Oscar the Grouch for you, so if that you can live in nothing your garbage else, can of trash TV and movies. If nothing else, and of course I have all of these. Mm-hmm. If I gave you a a um, 
Mm-hmm. If I gave you a copy of all five of the soundtracks that were released on this, mm-hmm. actually, if I if, if I gave you a playlist of music and didn't tell you what it was from, I'm sure the music is decent. Music is amazing on this show. I mean, it's like they. I mean, it's like this. This you remember? This is like 2003 to 2007. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's like they have bands like the Killers and the Dandy Warhols, and of course, Death Cab Cutie winds up on there because you know, blah blah blah. But it's one of those things where you start going down the line. U2 premiered one of their songs on there. Gwen Stefani premiered one of her songs. The Beastie Boys there premiered one of their songs on there. I mean, and television it just, that have had amazing tra- soundtracks. Yeah. But the the movie or the television show itself has been complete well, and utter look, trash. It is what it is. Sometimes the soundtrack is the only the redeeming quality to a property. The soundtracks are amazing to, to this thing. And I've always said that. I mean, I've always yeah. said it. You know, and that's and, that's uh, a that's a boon to the music director, right? Because if you can take a, a and trash that's been, and that's one of the things they keep talking about in this podcast. And they've actually they actually had the music director on the yeah. show talking about and that. They always say, you know. The music was its own character. Yeah, on this thing. But you if know? you've got a trash TV show that nobody would watch, <laughs> this thing. I love how you just ultimately you're like it's just a trash TV show because it's something you wouldn't watch. You know, it's <laughs> and saying. I'm not saying it was high art by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> All I'm saying is if you've got a trash property you know, yeah. like the OC, you can put a really good soundtrack over it and mm-hmm. kind of polish it. Mm-hmm. Turn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to do now that I'm finished with that. I was like, okay, what am I going to read? What am I going to watch now? So I was looking through HBO Max again. You know, like, okay, yep. what's up? Dawson's Creek is on there, and you know what? I decided I'm not going to rewatch that one. Really? Yeah, uh, that is completely surprising to me. <sighs> did you ever watch? You never watched Dawson's Creek? Yes, I did watch. Oh, you did? Dawson. Yeah, I watched it. Have you watched all of it? I've watched ma- the ma- majority of it. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. I don't think I watched it to the very end. Yeah, well, the ending's one of the most bummer endings of a show ever. So I'm I mean, glad I didn't watch it. Yeah, I mean, just... I'm not going to lie. I watched it for Joey. I don't blame you. I mean, that's... Let's be honest. When when that show first came on the air, it was like, oh, okay, it's Kevin Williamson. It's the guy that did Scream, yeah. and I know what you did last summer, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, they were trying to make it like the smart Beverly Hills 90210, you know? Yeah. Okay, I get that. But at the same time, it was like, hey, who is, who is this uh, Katie Holmes... Yep. person that i've never seen she's before. the only reason i watched that that teen scooby horror movie that had like the uh what was disturbing it? behavior yes i love that movie that's the only reason i and watched again, that movie great soundtrack was <laughs> was to go see her yeah I, I, part of the reason i watched it too was because of that and i love yeah. her in that movie too and she's been katie holmes i have a, a love-hate relationship with her yeah you know there's some things i've seen her, i was like oh i really love her and then i'm like why in the hell did they put her as rachel dolls and Batman Begins. Yeah, that doesn't. I mean, make that any just sense. did not make I, any sense whatsoever. And and, and and they hated her so much that they wound up killing the character off in the second movie just because. Yeah. <laughs> even though it was somebody else playing her. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> now, Michelle was cool and all that, but I actually like her better in the oh, what what show is it that she's in right now? Um, is she on a television show right now? She's on a television show right now. I can't remember. Right I go back and forth on Michelle Williams. Like, I have seen her in some stuff that I loved her in, and I've seen her in some stuff where I'm like, oh, no, screw her. I mean, just, uh, she was wonderful in My Week with Marilyn. Have you seen that movie? No. It came out about 10 years, and she plays Marilyn Monroe. Okay. And she is amazing. I mean, amazing in that role. Did you ever see Blue Valentine? No. Oh, dude, well, you probably shouldn't, because, let's put it this way. That's one of those movies that if you're, uh, if you're susceptible to depression. Yeah. 
uh, you might not want to watch that movie because it's such a, I mean, that movie is one of those, it's terrific. It is the equivalent of, it's the, it's the equivalent of listening to Drive-By Trucker's Decoration Day album when you've been off your meds for a couple of weeks Ooh, and things are just not going very well. <laughs> that is not good. And again, I love that album. Oh, no, it wasn't a TV show. It was Venom. Oh, yeah, she was in Venom. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know she's in... Yeah, I, yeah I, she's good. And I love her in that. It's funny because it's one of those things that she, re- she rolls with it. You know, and it's one of those things like, okay, obviously, okay, we've got an Oscar winner here. She can do, quote unquote, better work. Yeah. And she's probably here for the paycheck, but she's not just phoning it in. You she's know, that's, done a lot of weird. Yeah, well, you know, she was in Halloween H two O. Yeah, you know, I mean, she, yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff. She and she has done some really, some really good stuff. Um, it's like she's almost gone more art house. She really Dawson, has, you know. And that's a, Dawson's Creek. I'm not. I'll tell you this. I'm not. They, they actually kill her character at the end of Dawson's Creek. Gotcha. Yeah. But that's not even the bummer of it all. Yeah. They finally resolve. The love triangle. Oh, really? Yeah. Joey wound up with Pacey. As it should have been. No. No. You don't think so? No. I watched six seasons of that show to see Dawson and, and Joey wind up together, and she winds up with Pacey at the end. I was pissed. That was never going to happen. I was pissed. And just Dawson like, was too crybaby about everything and whiny. Man. That was never going to happen. And Dawson pa- was too good for her is what it was. Pacey but, was damaged. And I like Pacey. Don't get me wrong. I can't believe we're talking about Dawson. He he, he was he was <laughs> he was broken. He was moody. I know. I know. He, he was I know, depression I know. ridden, and she could fix him. And she could fix him. <laughs> I mean, this is the most. That's realistic. what I'm saying. Dawson was too good for her. Is what it came down to. It's, it's the most realistic relationship of of any TV show we've yeah, seen. Could be. Of course, she ended up with the guy that she's going to end up divorced from. Like I know. I know. I know. You know, with, with his baby, and yeah, you know, and he's deadbeat dad, and you know all that good stuff. So. And he's probably got some other... I can see why you're upset about it now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, but, no, so I decided that I'm going to rewatch Greek, which is a show you probably have never seen. No. But it's, it's, it was... On, of all things, it was on ABC Family, okay, back in... I think it came on, like, 2007, okay? And it is, it's set inside the Greek... It's it's weird. It's set inside the, uh, uh, like, the fraternities and sororities yeah. on this imaginary, you know, campus. campus. Uh, but it's really kind of cool because of the dynamics between different characters. It's, you know, the, the, this one kid's coming on campus and his sister is, anyways, we can, we can go ahead. Pause for a minute. Sorry. This works. Yay. We're back again. Okay. Sorry about that. It's That's all right. Hey, yeah. yeah. So anyways, yeah. Anyways, Greek is said of this, you know, this fictitious campus where this kid, Rusty, comes on campus. His sister is like one of the high yeah. ups in one of the sororities, but she doesn't tell anybody that he exists. And his whole thing, he wants to join a, a fraternity. Yeah. And it's kind of him going through the process in the first the first couple episodes and then him finally becoming a part of Capital, which is kind of like the the party campus you know the one on campus yeah and uh it's really it's it's one of those things it's a good show so like i said it was on abc family which is like free form now or whatever which yeah. is kind of strange but it was funny because it became a big show for them and it was funny because they would always 
talk about you know a different kind of family you know type stuff yeah and uh but it's it's a cool you, you know what i miss about abc family Mm-mm. 13 days of halloween they still do that on freeform yeah but they don't they don't I know, do the I know, real, I know. you know, they had like um, the Linda Blair, Most Haunted Places. Oh, oh yeah. And now they're just doing sh- like movies yeah. or something. I, know. I mean, they would actually do like paranormal yeah, stuff. and Well, you know, they had to counterbalance the 700 Club. So it was like. <laughs> I, I, like I like the cheesy ghost hunting shows. <laughs> I do too. So uh, we're All getting ready to run out of battery on our thing again yeah, here. And I know. So, but I know we, we, we have rambled on about television shows probably none of you care about. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I think Greek is actually available on Netflix and Hulu both, if I'm not mistaken. It, gotcha. It's well worth. I mean, it's a fun show, if nothing else. And, yep. you know, there's some characters that you'll wind up loving by the time it's over. So nice. Uh, so, yeah, uh, guys. Thank you for listening to us ramble for a while. We're going to be back. We, I'm working on something that Dave's not really happy about. Well, I won't say you're not happy about, but you're not looking forward I'm to not it. I'm working about on, it. We're going to bring Barry back for another you're, episode. You're pitting and it's, me <laughs> in a trivia game against a guy oh, who yeah. runs trivia games. Yeah, well. I'm, I'm hey, at least I told beginning. you what what this is going to be about, so you can... You did? Yes. What's it about? I'm not telling you right here, so I will talk about it off mm. but So you're going to have to come back. Yo, the, those of you that are listening to to hear what's going on, we're going to bring Barry back. We're going to put Dave and Barry against each other, and you're going to listen to Dave lose miserably. Yeah, well, we'll yeah. see. So <laughs> it's, it's going to be you're doing this to just horribly embarrass me, which is what you do. Do you most, really need me to horribly embarrass you? You do this most podcast. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, go check out our Instagram. Check out our Discord. Check out our Facebook. I guess Facebook is still I've, going. I've been posting some stuff over there. Yeah, Not a lot, which, but it's, apparently we got taken down or something over there, and. Facebook has got some weird terms of service stuff with their podcast, which is why we're not actually listed on their podcast stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, go and check out all the stuff. There's links in the bio in our. Uh, yeah, Facebook is not face- playing, playing nice with us. No, right they're not now, right so. now. And so come to Discord. That's right. You can also go to our YouTube page because all of our stuff's up there as well yep. as well as our playlists and everything. So yeah, Discord's really great if you want to come and talk to us. Uh, Instagram even because I I pretty much have taken hey, that over. Hey, if you're on Instagram and you haven't come over to our Discord yet, why are yeah, you waiting? Exactly, you need to do both. And if you're on Discord and haven't come over to Instagram, you need to do that also. So and uh, that's all, Alan. I don't. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm pretty much that. running. Yep. The, and I'll be honest, I've been a little lax on mine here lately with it. But uh, we're getting through the holidays. We're into the, and, the depression months. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's not that bad. We're we're now in college, we're now in the uh, football playoffs, so it's uh, I, this is part. I both love and hate the NFL playoffs. I love it because it's so exciting, but I hate it because that means football's almost over. Yeah, so uh, it's all right. Yeah. College basketball season is well, there. Here you go. If you're up in, and running, if you're into that, so <laughs> why, why wouldn't you be? I just never have gotten into college basketball. I'm like pretty, I used to be really big in the NBA at one point, but that, I just never. This done right back in the '90s. I mean, it's a yeah. Uh, but I'm from Kentucky. I know. So it's it's, it's in your it's in your blood. Yeah, you got blue running in your blood. Exactly. So, so, anyways, guys, thank you so much. I am Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Day, and we will see you next time. See you.